Good morning, everyone. My name is Jose. Welcome to the inaugural edition of our new podcast. On today's special episode, we will be discussing the very celebrated album, the final of a trilogy, and a magnum opus, the album Graduation. The album was released in 2007 and has been heralded as one of Kanye's best albums. Take it away, Nicholas. What's up, everybody? I'm going to talk about the success of the album. Graduation won the Grammy for the best album in 2007. It was a platinum record five times in the United States and almost sold a million copies in the first week of sales. Spending four years on the Billboard 200 charts, Graduation is in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame for albums. Hello, my name is Chris, and we're going to be talking about five songs, which are Champion, I Wonder, Flashing Lights, Homecoming, and Big Brother. And we'll go in depth in each of them and give you our, our opinion. We chose this album because we want the listener to know that we were able to, ne- to connect with the artist, Kanye West, on a personal level. Let's get into this. That little snippet was the primary sample for the song, Champion. That song is a 70s hit kid Charlemagne. The band is a personal favorite of our host, Jose. Indeed they are, Chris. Steely Dan is a very odd duo from the 70s and 80s. Their music has good variety, and personally, this sample is one of my favorites on the whole album. The guitars are a rush in all of their songs. A notable record, in that regard anyway, is Reeling in the Years. The sample in this song heavily uses synthesizers to continue the melody of guitar. Kanye was one of the first artists to have a strong use of the 808 drum. Although many artists had used it before, he really propelled its use with mainstream rappers. The song used in the Kanye record is about a drug dealer in the 70s. Initially, the duo would not allow Kanye to use Kid Charlemagne. However, after Kanye sent a very personal letter, the duo relented and allowed him to use the song. The song is about Kanye's father, so that emotional connection touched Daily Dane. The verse. Does that relate to you, Jose? My dad knows he does the most for our family, the same way Kanye said his dad did. I relate to this line a lot because my dad always does the most to help us. Overall, this song is not necessarily my favorite, but it is a very good song. Plus, the themes really connect to me. What about you guys? Yeah, definitely. I think dads have this title to live up to as the hero. No matter what he's going through, dads are expected to take care of their family. Yeah, I agree. They make us who we are now, and I, I don't think I would be where I am today without my dad. He has always taught me to do the right thing in life, and he always helps me with problems that I face by myself. I think we can all agree that dads try to make us an emotionally stronger person as well. Yes, they do, Nick. I feel like dads have the obligation to their children, and they should make an effort. Yeah, and I think all dads should do that. Overall, I enjoy listening to this song, because it makes me appreciate what I have in life. If you know what it This next track is I Wonder, carrying the theme of chasing one's dream, wondering how others have yet to achieve their dreams. The sample is from a song by the musician Labi Safiri. He was a musician who struggled because he was African American and homosexual in the late 70s. Kanye relates to him because of their shared race and struggles. The sample starts with a beautiful piano. The next lines are repeated very frequently. I can really relate to this. 
Most people don't feel happy with their life. Just like Kanye raps about them, people can achieve their dreams, but they stop because they get in their own way. The thing is, Kanye raps about how he overcame his own struggles. Like previously stated, the synths are used to continue the melody of the sample, and the 808s are, fre- are used frequently. In terms of sample, this is a close second of being best on the album. In his song, My Song, Labisa Ferry sings about how he is his own person. This is a sentiment Kanye heavily agrees with. Both the sh- both share the feeling of being master of their own destiny. I find that very touching. How do you relate, Nicholas? Becoming your own identity is a long process I'm beginning to find. Many will doubt, but as long as you sound past, you will achieve your goals. Joining the army is going to be a rigorous and test my limits, but I feel destined to play a part of the army much like Kanye raps. Kanye believes he is destined to be great. That's a really good analogy, Nicholas. I also noticed how this line... A psychic in my lifeline told me in my lifetime My name will help light up the Chicago skyline It's a part of a common theme that is repeated many times throughout the song. That theme being that Kanye has the utmost confidence in himself. It is a little inspiring how much he believes in himself. I believe that we should all have the same confidence. I agree with that sentiment, Nicholas. You are correct that this is a theme in the song. However, it is a theme that is omnipresent throughout the album. Kanye's booming swagger and unwavering unwavering confidence are just some of the major components of the album, and really, it describes this era of Ye, a confident young man who has the whole world in the palm of his hands. Overall, this is one of my favorite tracks, and definitely one of my favorite Kanye songs. To me, it's a top four song on the whole album. I would like to know what are y'all's thoughts on the song. Although not my favorite, this timeless song is definitely a top 10 Kanye song for me. The beautiful vocals and the strong meaning gives endless replay value. What do you think of this song, Chris? This is by far my favorite song from the whole album. It was the first song that I listened to in graduation, and that's how I got into listening to all the songs. And I agree with you when you said it was beautiful. It has beautiful vocal, vocals. That's one of the big reasons why I like it so much. I just felt so entranced when listening to it. I remember when we first listened, you told me how much you loved this song at first. Was this your first Kanye song? Yes, it was. It really touched me. I loved the singing, and I thought it was very interesting. And the wordplay was amazing. It all went hand in hand. How did this song give you impression of Kanye? At first, I didn't think I would like his songs since I'm not a fan fan of hip-hop. But once I listened to the song and others that he made, I saw that he was different compared to other hip-hop artists. And that's why I now like listening to him, because he's so unique. What does Kanye do that branches him out from from the rest of the rap scene, Chris? The sampling makes him stand out from the pack. Before he came along, sampling was not really used that often. Kanye changed that. Although many songs on this record are upbeat, this one's a little different. In a way, Kanye is like a lot of us. Confident, but underneath that surface, he holds regrets and insecurities. I agree. That just shows how human he is, like the rest of us, and not some ultra-perfect person. The human side is very touching, especially this record where he raps about an old relationship. That is one of the main reasons why I love this song. It showed his true self, and he is just like the rest of us. I agree. It's something that the listeners can relate to on an emotional level with Kanye. Along with the emotional attachment, the beat makes this song way better. A favorite of mine is to drive late at night with this song. The music feels you alive, and the emotional feeling is heavenly. Much like the album that preceded graduation, that being late registration, this album uses instruments that remind one of an orchestra. Personally, I love this song, and the way the synth and the violin just work together. It's amazing. The lines are somber, and that works perfectly with the theme of this song. That begging line just holds so much meaning. 
It does, Nicholas. That line is basically saying that his ex is a very materialistic person. But through the song, he raps about how conflicted he feels about her. One here back, but struggling with the fact his fame is getting in the way. Spot on, Chris. Personally, one of my favorite lines is... Till I get flashed by the paparazzi. These get me. I hate these more than Clearly, Kanye loves being famous, but he hates dealing with the consequences that come with it. It is well documented that Kanye hates paparazzis, and he has had several bad encounters with them before. I think we can all agree that we were not one millions of people that know about our personal life. Definitely. Definitely. That takes us to verse 2. Kanye raps about how his ex is just a memory. He alludes that she is a priceless painting, and he can only view her behind a glass. With the seat back, I still see you in my past. You on the other side of the glass of my memories museum. I'm just saying, hey, Mona Lisa, come home. You know you can't roam. Kanye does a perfect job of describing how he feels about his ex. I know most of us have an ex and would love a chance to get back with them. This is Kanye again showing an insecurity and a touching human side. This is personally my favorite song on the album. What an intro. This song is still somber, but yet Kanye still raps about his greatness. Arguably, this is one of the better songs on the album. The song, the song personifies the city of Chicago as windy. In this song, we heard Kanye rap about his love for the city. That is a good introduction to the song, Nick. More context to the song, Kanye was living in New York at this time, which is kind of the opposite of the theme for this song. Unlike earlier songs, the piano is not replaced by synth. Instead, it is played beautifully by the one and only Chris Martin. It is a weird but beautiful juxtaposition. A British pop singer and an American rapper. It shows that they both love their home. What importance does this song represent to both of you? Home means everything to me. The comfort I get when being home is very important to have a safe space. I agree also. For me, home is where my family's at. No matter where we are, if my family's there, then I don't care where we live. My big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip-hop brother? Who was... What an intro to a song. The song is such a beautiful way to express a sibling relationship. As a big brother, Jay-Z has pushed Kanye on and helps him become the person he is today. I also acknowledge the fact that he mentions Biggie, one of my favorite and greatest rappers of all time. Biggie's relationship with Jay-Z is very similar to Kanye's relationship with Jay-Z. Throughout Kanye's and Jay-Z's relationship, Hove has been known to push Kanye to his artistic limits. He pushed him down more to motivate Kanye. How can you relate to Jay-Z and Kanye's relationship, Chris? I think the relationship is like mine and my brother's. I try to push my little brother to do the right things in life. And he looks up to me, so I try to set a good example in front of him. Alright, now it's time to welcome our special guest for today's episode. A self-proclaimed Kanye enthusiast, we have Aaron Jimenez. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Tell us how you've been. Uh, thank you for having me. 
and uh, thank you for choosing me. So far, it's been so good. All right, well, let's get right into this. Well, that's great to hear. Now, to start this off, I want to know what your opinion is on the album cover for Graduation. What goes through your mind when you look at this striking anime image by Japanese artist Takashi Murakami featuring a Kanye West-like bear being propelled skywards? Yeah, I feel like um, the album cover gives a very clear message of well, throughout the album, I should say, Kanye is trying to give... The, the message he's trying to give to his listeners and to people that are just looking at the cover is that he's trying to get off of this world. Like, you hear people say, like, like oh, you're in your own world, or, like, this is not your world, or whatever. Mm. That's what he's trying to do here. You see the bear getting pushed out of, like, the planet, I guess? It's like a... It's, it's like, like a, a building. It's like multicolored, too. Yeah, it's like a multicolored planet. He's getting pushed out into the air because that's him getting out of his like comfort zone um also his album was like it, it was his third album he was mainstream now this was him getting out of that you could say like underground kind of he was getting into mainstream he was getting out of his comfort zone so mm. I, I feel like that's what this cover portrays and he got murakami to do the art yeah i think it portrays it very good gives a very good point straight to the point all right how would you say this cover projects the album as you can see the album before it was late registration that came out in 2005 the colors are completely opposite it's dark brown the shadows it's him looking straight out the straight towards the viewer straight towards the listener the this graduation album cover is the complete opposite what Kanye was trying to do here was he was being very experimental he was expanding his mind um, as he was growing as an artist. Um, I would like to think of this cover as the the Manifest Destiny painting, uh, the bear on the graduation cover, and the angel in the Manifest Destiny painting are facing the same way. And as y'all know, Manifest Destiny um, is expansion. So what Kanye was doing in graduation was also expanding his mind. So I, I feel like those two relate. Um, that I feel like that that's the that's what the cover projects throughout the album it's just expansion and experiments and i would say that's a great response you know i also want to know what do you feel when listening to this album what was the first song you heard on graduation oh yeah i remember this um the first song i heard was stronger by kanye west and i was i want to say i was like i was i think i was like eight or so it was like 2010 and uh, I kid you not, we were like at a flea market, and we were eating, and I heard this song like on the radio, like so, I, I think it was like a radio station, and it just happened to come up, like I don't think anyone would just listen to it, and I actually like, I, I stopped eating, I think I was eating like corn or something, <laughs> and I stopped, and I just heard it, like 10 year old me was just listening, and I never forgot this song, and I and I lost it, like I did, I never found the song for the longest time. Until I got to middle school and I got my my iPad, and I, I typed in what I remembered, which, which was um it was stronger, faster, makes us you know like I typed that like in and lyrics, and the yeah. tap, the Daft Punk song would come up, but I'm like no it's not this one it's not this one, and I and then I would type in like 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 uh oh, I I would try to type in the Kanye lyrics in, but obviously I was like I was it was 2010 I didn't remember. But after like a couple of hours of like going on YouTube and going through all the YouTube videos, I found the Kanye song, No Stronger by Kanye West. And 
after that, like initial, like that flea market listening, after I heard it there, like I, I could never forget that. Like after that, like I just heard the whole album. How would you say that made you feel? It was good. Like it was, it was like fun almost. It was fun to listen to that. It made me feel happy. It made me feel. You can say it made me feel stronger, right? Nah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's pretty good. I liked it. I like it so yeah. Overall, we enjoyed the album, and I think we succeeded in relating to Kanye. Thank you all for listening to the Fifth Record Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed our debut episode. Shout out to our team for the making of this podcast. Again, special thanks to our guest, Aaron Jimenez. Goodbye, y'all. Anymore and more, always knocking at my door, door. All the faces that I know.